What's up, everyone? Welcome to Offbeat Podcast. I'm your host, Jorge Ambriz, and I'm so excited to bring today's episode to you, man. And uh, before before we continue, man, I just want to give a shout out to Chris the Tent Man. He's right there in Calimesa. We're going to put his information right there, man. Thank you so much for sponsoring this episode. Uh, we appreciate your support. And uh, go check him out. He's right there in Calimesa, California. And um, but today's episode, today's episode, man, I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. We got a special guest in the house, Darlene. Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Darlene, man, uh, I'm so excited, man, to have you on this show today. We have an awesome topic that yeah. I think a lot of people um, are going to have fun watching and listening to. And um, we're going to be talking about toxic relationships. Yeah. And um, it's not just relationships, as in like romantic relationships, but it's also friendships, business. But yeah. I think the for the majority part, it might be towards romantic relationships. Yeah, yeah. So, Darlene, why don't you introduce yourself and um, and then also let people know what you do? Okay. Well, I'm Darlene. I go by Didi, uh, my nickname. So I do a lot. I'm uh, I go to Cal Baptist University, completing my uh, master's in counseling. I'm also an internship at a early start and head start program, okay. <clears throat> kind of applying what I'm learning in school nice. as a mental health consultant. Um, I'm also in the Army Reserve, um, and I'm also a personal trainer at self-made training facility. Man, you have a lot on your plate. I do a lot. Yeah. I do a lot. Yeah. And you and you have a, a beautiful girl. I have a four-year-old daughter. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to your daughter. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's awesome. Yeah. No, kids are kids are cool. Kids are awesome, man. Sometimes. No, I'm Sometimes. just kidding. No, no, it's okay. We're gonna go hey, with that. Yeah, Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're funny, man. My son's actually here in the studio too. Yeah, very with sweet. Us, so. yeah. <laughs> he came to watch the Offbeat podcast. And uh, no, but man, um, I'm so excited for today's episode because we're gonna get right mm -hmm. to it and we're gonna get to toxic relationships yeah. and toxic traits. And like you said, it's not just gonna be applicable to romantic relationships, but which we know it is a mm -hmm. big part to do with it. But it also has to do with friendships things like that. So why don't you tell us a little bit about why you're passionate about this topic mm -hmm. and, you know, why is it that you, you know, because you're even studying, you know, right? Mm -hmm. Counseling. Counseling. You're, yeah. So what is it that kind of took you to be passionate about this subject? Well, it took me, I started to be more passionate about it because I did have a lot of toxic behavior in relationships, friendships, yeah. um, just all around thinking, you know, that it was okay to hurt people, like even thinking it was funny. Um, I have mm. friends that think it's funny to be toxic. Yeah. Um, and I, this last year and um, during this year as well, I made an effort to just change all of, all of that. I just did not want to be toxic anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So you made a, so there were certain experiences in your life and what kind of experiences, um, if you're okay sharing, mm -hmm. that kind of led you to, to see, man, you know what, this is not healthy. Um, I think it was just, like um having toxic relationships you know all the time it was just like i just found myself in these toxic situations and i i had to take the time to think okay it is not the guys it's me mm. it's me choosing this relationship um me choosing to behave in a certain way to react a certain way to their behavior yeah. um 
So I, I think that's that's uh, what played a part to that. Yeah. And do you have like, would you say that your childhood or, or early on um, played a lot to do with? Oh, yeah. With how you reacted yeah. to relationships later um, on? Yeah. Um, you know, I don't want to be like I had daddy issues, but I think I had daddy issues. <laughs> I think we all have that. We all we've I think we've established that on offbeat podcasts. Is that let's be clear. Daddy. Both males and females can yes. have daddy and mommy issues. It's 100%, not just females. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, yeah. So I, I, I had an ex-boyfriend um, um, when I was about 21, 22. OK. Very toxic. Um, I um, accepted a lot of his behavior. Um, okay. He was being very toxic towards me. It just felt normal. Yeah. He was calling me names. He was always calling me the B word. Um, at some point, he was telling me that he felt like hitting me. Oh, and, wow. yeah. um, and sometimes I would not be doing anything at all. And he would just be like, I just want to hit you. So I, I felt like that was a sign that I was going to go towards an abusive um, relationship. Yeah. And started I, to see the red flags. Yeah. And um, I think that's why I was like, okay, I'm going to leave because I don't want to get hit, you know? So yeah. I, I went to my dad um, and told him about, about that experience because my dad also would call me the B word. He would call me, you know, pig and, you know, a lot of harsh words. And, um, you know, I, I told my dad about what this guy, um, how this guy was towards me. And yeah. he was like, no, you can't accept that. And, and, and I was like, well, the thing is, I think, I thought it was normal because that's how you were towards me. Yeah. And that's how you, that's how he was. I was living with him at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, he would call me the B word. He would call me a pig and all that stuff. And he's like, well, I could do that because I'm your dad. I'm like, I got really you know, upset. And I was like, no, you can't do that because you're my dad. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. I was like, it's reflecting in my relationship. And, you know, I walked out and um, after a couple of days, he called me and he was like, you know what? You're right. And he apologized and he's like, come over and let's talk in person. Yeah. And, you know, we, we shared, he shared, um, he has, he comes from a very, um, traumatic, uh, childhood. Yeah. Um, you know, he was jumped into a gang. Like he has a very OG gangster mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And he, um, had a lot of experiences through that. Yeah. Um, so he, he told me all the stories, everything he went through, you know, from, um, I can't say too much, but just, you know, even going to jail for reasons why he went to jail and like yeah. the fear he had in him, um, why he was so defensive and all that stuff. So him saying sorry and telling me the reasons why he was like that yeah. allowed me to understand why he was like that and, uh, towards us and not to take it personal. Yeah. So that was the start of us building our, our relationship all over again. So it was kind of like, like um, it, it, it's kind of what you needed. It was like the springboard that you needed at that moment to... Yeah. Because you saw what was happening in your personal relationship, mm -hmm. you know, with your boyfriend at that time. And then you, you, you saw that there's some negative traits, some red flags that are going up right there. And then you go to the kind of the source of what, you know, you said, man, well, for so long, I felt this was normal because mm -hmm. it was coming from you. Yeah. You know, a person that 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 I love, the person that, you know, gave me life, you know. Mm -hmm. And so many times I think that, you know, that's again, it's not to to you know, to channel the blame always to our parents, you know, mm -hmm. but it's, it's just to us to understand that. And for us to also learn from that, mm -hmm. that, you know what, words do matter. It really does. Um, our relationships with our caregivers, especially early on, yeah. does reflect how our relationships are as adults. Yeah. And we really got to take the time to recognize that. Yeah. And, and not being, and not being afraid to show that, that emotion, you know, yeah. I think like your dad, I, um, I could probably relate to him a lot, you know, mm -hmm. that growing up, 
you know, that's, that was the guard, yeah. you know, that was, it was, a, it was a, a defense mechanism, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, we don't share our emotions. You, you know, a real man doesn't, doesn't talk about things, yeah. you know, a real man doesn't cry, you know, a real man doesn't show when he's hurt, when he's abusive, you know, a, you know, it doesn't, a, a real man doesn't do those things, you mm-hmm. know, and, and those are all things that they're lies, yeah. you know, they're, they, they really are because, we don't understand that if we don't begin to address those things, you know, we're just going to continue in this cycle. Yeah, exactly. And um, and that's kind of like how uh, what I was saying to um, before, like we we do have to recognize like where the cycle starts. And I think um, when I decided that I no longer want to be have relationships like that, yeah. I had to recognize, OK, w- where can I start? to do some healing where I can start to have more healthy relationships. Yeah. And, you know, I had to start with my dad. I had to start building a secure relationship with my dad. And we did make it a habit to call each other weekly um, Mm. when time allowed it, if we weren't busy. And we would just talk. Yeah. Even if it was five minutes, we would just talk. And my dad got really good at telling me, um, you know, affirmations of like, of my worth. And Mm. he never did that in the past. So he would tell me he loved me and I was like, his precious jewel, whatever the heck. Yeah. And, but he was also calling me a B word. But now he was also like, <laughs> now he's also, now he's, you know, sticking yeah. with that, you know, yeah. affirmations, telling me my worth. I talked to him about my guy problems and he'd be like, heck no. And my dad helped me, you know, um, put yeah. my foot down and yeah, stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, he started, and there's no one better, you know, I always say this, man, sometimes the hurt people once healed, mm-hmm. once they start that journey of healing, are some of the best at, being able to identify problems. You yeah. know, I truly believe that, you know, and and our parents, you know, I know it's hard. I know it was probably hard for him to hear that from you and say, hey, well, you used to do this to me. You used yeah. to call me this, you know, so I thought it was normal. I don't think any parent, you know, I think I know me as a parent. I know you as a parent. Like, man, sometimes it's hard to swallow our ego. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But you know what? I think we really have to listen to our kids when they tell us something because yeah. I think um, one time I yelled at my daughter for leaving a mess and it's not because she did something. I was just frustrated the whole day. Yeah. And then... Um, Which most of the time, that's why. <laughs> and most of the time, that's why. Nothing personal on the kids. Yeah. But I do talk to my daughter afterwards and, you know, at the end of the day and like, I was like, oh, you know, I'm sorry. Mommy was just frustrated. Yeah. I tell her why. And I was like, you know, I don't mean to make you cry. And she's like, yeah. She's like, mommy, if you don't want me to cry, stop yelling at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, dang, she has a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. And that's so, that's so cool, man, because, you know, it's, it's, it's teaching them that they're able to express themselves. Yeah. Because I know growing up, that was never something no. that we were able to to really do no. you know it was we would express ourselves by you know yelling and crying yeah or we'll it, or if we did cry we'll get my fun of right yeah or they'll yeah. tell you oh you shouldn't be crying or yeah. you're so sensitive yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that's where a lot of toxic traits really do stem from you yeah. know from from our childhood it, you know yeah, and 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 they really start to reveal themselves once we start dating yeah you know it really does and um talk about a little bit about that you know about um what kind of things started to show within you. I know you kind of shared a little bit about past boyfriend, Mm -hmm. but you want to get into a little bit more details as far as what kind of things would you see or would you start recognizing from yourself? They're like, yo, this is toxic. Um, I had a lot of, uh, I have a lot of my dad's personality. Um, Very like, I guess how you say it. 
just a lot of his personality. Like yeah. I'm not, you know, gangster or anything, but I had a lot of his personality yeah. where, you know, I would say mean things. If you hurt me, I'm gonna say mean things. Mm. That's kind of how it was. Like if you hurt yeah. me, I'm gonna hurt you ten times worse. Yeah. Um, not physically, but just with words. Right. I'm gonna bring you down here. An eye for an eye. Yeah. Tooth for a tooth. Yeah. And yeah. I, and um, you know what? I and I would say sometimes I'll say it to be funny. I would think it's funny that I'm hurting your feelings. Yeah. And um, I think I think how to recognize that that's not okay. Yeah. You know, um, it was a defense mechanism for me. You know, I didn't I didn't allow myself to react in a different way, um, in a more effective way. Yeah. Um, it was like it's like a survival mode. A survival. It's mode a survival sure. mode, and I think that that's one of the things that you know it's 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 being so embraced now in culture. You yeah. know, we we kind of talked about this earlier about how <laughs> you know like toxica. You yeah. know, like it's like, it's soy toxica. They're so proud of being yeah. toxic. There's even songs now about yeah. la toxica. La toxica. You know, and, <laughs> and it is funny. I'm not. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. I laugh about it. I mess around with my friends about it. <laughs> I even mess around with, with my wife about it. You know, we'll. We'll be like, hey, hey, you know, why are you being so toxic today? Yeah. You know what I mean? Or things like that. And we'll laugh and, you know, but it's uh, something that's being so embraced in culture yeah. nowadays because I feel that nowadays, you know, it's something that, well, I, I yeah, I have these negative attributes. I have these negative things, but I'm, an, I'm using it to my advantage, you know, mm -hmm. and as long as I'm using it to my advantage and I'm getting what I want, then it's okay. Mm -hmm. that's, I think that's a very childish way to think, honestly. Yeah. I that's how kids start to throw like their the tantrum tantrum yeah. temper tantrum yeah <laughs> i can't say it but because they throw it expecting for it for you to give give them what they want yeah and that's kind of like toxic behavior like i'm gonna go be toxic and like i'm yeah. gonna get what i want whether it's like the feeling of feeling um more superior yeah whether it's an actual item like i don't know i don't know what it is but i think toxic behavior i think people use that to feed into their own ego yeah, yeah, and and there's an unwillingness to to accept that they need to change. Yeah, you know, I think that's the biggest thing is that we we do live in a culture that you know doesn't want to accept responsibility sometimes. Oh, yeah, I think that's that's actually real good point because I think people don't realize that the toxic behavior requires more energy, mm. more like it takes a lot more out of you. Then you realize. Mm. Um, but also putting in the work takes a lot of energy too. I think people pick and choose their battle. Yeah. Whether they want to continue having this toxic um, lifestyle. Yeah. Or make the make the decision that you want to change. You want to ch um, just not be, have toxic behavior anymore. Yeah. And that's so true. That's so true. You pick your battle. Yeah. You, you really know. have to pick your battle. And it's whether you want to continue that or just, you know, choose to have a better lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's because regardless, it's going to be work. Yeah, you know, I, I, that's one thing that I always tell people too. It's like, regardless, it's going to be work. You know, yeah. whether you choose to be in a relationship, it's going to take work. Exactly. Even coming out of a relationship, it's going to take work because if you that, and I think that's the thing that sometimes people don't understand is that you know what? Okay, if this relationship didn't work out, mm -hmm. you know, I'm step and I'm going to step away from this relationship. You know, instead of, you know, self-evaluating, mm -hmm. you know, I and I get it. There's there's a level of self-evaluation that is healthy. There's mm -hmm. an unhealthy and, and a healthy, I believe. Sometimes mm -hmm. some people can get into get out of a relationship and they can get really bent out of shape, mm -hmm. you know, where where maybe something tragic did happen in that relationship. Right. Yeah. Maybe maybe a partner cheated. Maybe, um, you know, maybe there was some some physical abuse, mm -hmm. some verbal abuse. Maybe, maybe there was, um, 
you know, maybe it's just a, a mutual decision for both to, to leave. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people don't understand is that regardless, you invested months, sometimes even years mm-hmm. into that person. And whether we know it or not, you know, good company or bad company, like it does rub off on us. It does. You know, and sometimes we, we in a way, we mourn these relationships once they're over. Mm-hmm. You know, we, you know, we cry, mm-hmm. we, um, you know, we get sad about them. You know, we, um, you know, a lot of times we hit the gym. We're like, you know what? Okay, I'm just going to. And we think of bettering ourselves in terms, but we never really self-evaluate to see, okay, what is it that I need to do? What can I better in my own self? Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah. Uh, Well, I first want to say that you you mentioned that you can mourn. You're mourning after um, losing a a relationship or getting out of a relationship. Mm -hmm. I just want to say you could also grieve a relationship. Mm -hmm. You could grieve for it and also acknowledge that that relationship is no longer for you. And I think that's important to understand because, because sometimes when you're grieving, you're like, okay, maybe I made the wrong decision. Maybe I should go back with them. Mm-hmm. And you start this cycle. So I want people to understand, like, it's okay to get out of a relationship and grieve for it. Yeah. Because like you said, you you, you spent months, years with that person. A part of them is going to be um, with you. Yeah. And I would say, like, you you definitely need that time to reflect on um, that relationship, how it hurt you, how it can probably um, carry on to your next relationship yeah. Um, and think of ways that will lead towards healing instead of just jumping to the next relationship because you're going to really carry that baggage on a lot. Yeah. Um, even if you take some time um, between dating and then you start dating another person, you can still kind of carry that baggage with you. Yeah, and um, I and I think a lot of times that's what happens, right? It, it happens. We um, just carry on that baggage to new relationships. Yeah, pretty much. And I think it, it takes communication. You have to communicate with that partner. Um, you should have a secure partner that you can communicate that. You know, hey, you did this. I know it's not you, but this triggered me because my last relationship, it was just like that. Mm. and um i don't want this to be in our relationship yeah but i just want you to know that triggered me yeah and what helped you what helped you personally to after after having you know um some bad relationships mm-hmm. in your own life you know what what helped you you mentioned that um reconnecting and rekindling that relationship with your with your biological dad mm-hmm. but what else also kind of brought you to that point of being able to self-evaluate in a healthy way. Um, growing in my relationship with God, um, mm. that kind of both went together, growing yeah. with my worldly father and then my heavenly father. Mm. Um, those two kind of went together to where I can um, acknowledge my self-worth yeah. and my self-love and, um, you know, no longer want to, like, um, go through her. Yeah, because that's huge. How can you, How can you heal... Or even learn your self-value, your self-worth, yeah. if you don't know where it stems from. Yeah. You know, right? I, I mean, agree. it's 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 something that um, I've struggled with so long because it was it was something I, I never my self-worth was always on in relationships, whether it was a yeah. friendship, um, whether it was a group of friends, whether it was with my gang at that time, mm-hmm. um, or even even after getting saved, you know, yeah. in church, you know, my value was based off what I did mm-hmm. and who I was around with. But it, it I it never it never really. I can honestly say that I struggled with actually knowing 
who George was and, yeah. and my own self-worth. And I always, always kind of use this illustration. It's like if you have a Porsche, yeah. you know, if you have a Porsche, they're beautiful vehicles, beautiful, beautiful. cars, beautiful <laughs> machines. Yes. I hope to have one one day. One Porsche, day. shout out to Porsche, yeah. like yeah. sponsor us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, you don't, you're not going to take a brand new Porsche, you know, to a Honda dealer. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to take it to, um, you know, a Toyota dealer, you know, to get it serviced, to get it checked out. You're going to the source. You're going yeah. to the manufacturer. You're going to the place where they export. They are experts in that machine, in that vehicle. Why? Because, you know, you're not going to risk, you know, uh, its originality, you know, for counterfeit parts or aftermarket parts. Yeah. And I believe that in life, that's what happens to us so many times through relationships, through friendships and through dating and through, um, you know, romance, romances and all these different things that we get into, you know, even professional you know sometimes we we compromise so much of our originality mm-hmm. that at the end you know we don't know who we truly are yeah. yeah i think i think it's important to um get your identity from god yeah and living according to the image of god because if you have your identity in you know the gym the gym could close down you saw what happened in covid-19 you yeah. know um your relationship what happens if they pass away what happens if you break up what happens if they're not here you know um you're gonna lose yourself so but finding um your identity in god and knowing your worth through god is uh very important because you're not gonna lose yourself yeah you know you're gonna always you're gonna always feel whole yeah and that's and that's what really makes relationships work Mm -hmm. is it's not two people coming together and completing themselves you know it's two people being whole, mm-hmm. coming together, and then making their life yeah. together. I, I love that. Honestly, um, when I had spent my time being single and reflecting and praying to God and being celibate and journaling, um, I made a prayer for my future um, spouse. Okay. Um, I prayed um, that my future spouse was getting ready for me, you know, getting ready for our relationship. I yeah. prayed that my future spouse was also growing in his relationship with God. Yeah. And... Um, I was, you know, I listed, you know, personality um, yeah. um, traits that I wanted in my yeah. relationship too. And, um, you know, I, when I started dating my now boyfriend, um, I went back to my journal and it's wild. My prayer was answered in detail. Yeah. He, he, when he was single, he was spending his time um, growing in his relationship with God. Mm. Um, when we're going through conflict in our relationship, he prays to God and ask God to give him the wisdom that he needs so that he could be a better man to me. Let's go. Yeah. Um, so I, I believe in that it takes two people to have their own relationship with God and then also develop a relationship together with God. Yeah. 100% because it's, you can only carry one. You can, it's, it's good to carry each other. Don't get me wrong. You know, we, 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 if you love someone, you know, it, it should, burden us to want to pick each other up when one is down you know one picks the other one up you know but there's there's a certain level sometimes i think that we we get confused like you know is you know we're when we're constantly picking up the slack for people Mm -hmm. you know and they're not doing anything for themselves Mm -hmm. i think it's 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 a combination of like hey i'm gonna pick up the slack for you but but exactly you have to do the work yeah and that's why it's so important to become wholesome, mm-hmm. to become whole, because 
you know, it's one thing like, hey, you know what? I have these toxic traits. If you recognize that there's toxic traits yeah. in our lives, if you recognize that there's red flags, but you're not working on them in your mm -hmm. single life, you're not working on them, you know, with your friendships, you're not working on them. And I think too many times, like culture has embraced it. Yeah, it's it's embraced it to say, this is who I am. This is how mm -hmm. I am. This is what I've gotten away with. Yeah. You know, this is what I can get away with. You know, uh, you know, I'm. I can get whatever I want. I can do whatever I want, you know, and it hasn't affected me up until now. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, eventually, man, you know what? Um, those traits, man, they're going to they're they're going to they're going to make or break us. Yeah. Um, I like that you said that some people say this is who I am. That that is that hurts me. Like when people say that, yeah. I'm, you're not giving yourself a fighting chance. Exactly. You're allowing yourself to be identified as a toxic person. Yeah. And you're not giving yourself a fighting chance to do better for yourself. Yeah. For your loved ones to be better at loving your friends and your family and you know your partner. Yeah. Um, so I think it's important to not allow yourself to be that way. Yeah. Um, you have to give yourself a fighting chance. Yeah. You should want to change. You should want to change. Yeah. You shouldn't accept, okay, this is who I am. Yeah. It's, it's a conscious decision to um, want to make that change, to do yeah, better. Yeah, 100%. And, it's, and I think that, you know, reality TV has a lot to <laughs> yeah. do with that. You know, I, I laugh about it because I love reality TV, man. That's what's funny. I love, <laughs> I love documentaries. Yeah. I love reality TV, you know. Um, uh, you know, but like keeping up with the Kardashians, mm -hmm. um, 90 day fiance, yeah. uh, you know, I recently watched this show, uh, uh, Dubai bling, uh -huh. you know, where it's, you know, a bunch of super rich, you know, millionaires, billionaires, probably, you know, out in Dubai <laughs> mm -hmm. and it's just, uh, some are housewives, some are, you know, but it, it's, I was watching it and, and what you constantly watch is that, you know, is it, like, you know, let's be real, you know, like there's there there's some beautiful women mm -hmm. on these shows. Yeah. There's some beautiful wives, you know, some, you know, they're there and and they have these husbands that are OK. You know, they're yeah. they're average, you know, but they have a lot of money, <laughs> they have a lot of money, <laughs> a lot of money. <laughs> but it's crazy when they get into these scenes sometimes where like where the, the wife or the woman, she gets like super toxic mm -hmm. you know and throwing throwing a tantrum yeah like bad mm -hmm. and where and you see the guy and he's just like okay okay calm down yeah you know, calm down oh like you know and i'm like where's your self-worth man i'm like bro like <laughs> you know and then it's funny when we'll be watching it with my wife and i'll be mm -hmm. like and my wife will even be like man she's, she's yeah. toxic yeah. i'll be like man babe like it what like what what if you were like that like i don't like i don't know what i would do yeah. like that's that's crazy, you know, but a lot of times like I feel like that's why culture has embraced it because mm -hmm. there is an there is a an embrace of of in, in today's culture of like of beauty, of yeah. taking care of yourself, taking care of your body, taking care of your your face, you know, mm -hmm. taking care of your your physical mm -hmm. attributes. And I have nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You know, there's surgeries out there that, you know, yeah. that take care of everything for whatever you. Whatever floats your boat. Girl. And whatever, yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever floats your boat. I got nothing against yeah. that. I'm not hating on anyone. Like, mm -hmm. hey, if that's if that's your cup of tea, drink it. it. Like yeah. go for it. No mm -hmm. judgment. But what I'm what I'm noticing is that it is creating some beautiful exteriors, yeah. you know, some beautiful outside appearances. But then, w when they get into these relationships, they're 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 simply doing it to be able to take advantage, yeah. you know, of that situation, or be able to take advantage of their beauty, mm -hmm. you know, 
regardless if they're toxic or not, they're not worried about, you know, am I, am I going to be a good partner? Mm-hmm. Where is my self-worth? You know, where is my value? They're just worried about what can I get from this, even if I'm a toxica, yeah. even if I am a toxico. You know, I I say this to everyone, even my don't my own daughter. You could be as beautiful, like the most prettiest person out here. Yeah. Right. But like, no matter how beautiful you are, if you don't have your morals straight, if you have an ugly personality, yeah. you're just gonna look ugly. Right. You're you're that's that's like completely ridiculous if you feel like you're just because your looks can yeah. help you get away with a lot. And you know, yeah. yes, beautiful people have an advantage. But if you're just using that instead of having and creating like a better personality for yourself yeah. and treating people with respect, you're just going to, you're just ugly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it, because it's, it should always be something that we should want to strive for, you know, to, mm-hmm. because good relationships in friends, in workplaces and in, in romantic relationships, mm-hmm. you know, families, marriages, dating, everything, it makes better communities. I always say that, yeah. you know, it really does, you know, and wanting to wanting to address these toxic traits in our own lives you know should want to should be you know one of our priorities you know should be one of our like say man you know what like if i'm gonna get into this next relationship you know if i'm in a moment of singleness and i'm gonna get into this next relationship you know i want to i I don't want to just them i just don't want them to be better Mm -hmm. but i want to find out what how i can be better yeah i think that's i think that's really good because sometimes i hear this like pretty often people get out of relationships and blame the other person yeah they blame the other person and that's it i'm like i'm and looking especially at them. if you have friends yeah. that are have your back yeah yes girl yeah 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 he was not yeah. <laughs> basically yeah. um and, and even I'm, guys guys do the same thing like they, they, it's not just girls yeah, yeah. guys like yeah, man, you're better off without her, yeah. blah, blah, blah. But, like, where's the accountability? How did, what's the role you played for why that relationship ended or why it was so toxic? Exactly. You have to take some accountability when it comes to that um, because you can't keep blaming the other person because guess what? You're going to keep doing the same thing yeah. for each relationship. Exactly. It's going to keep ending the same way. Yeah. And that's one of the things that I had to personally do. I, I know in my life, you know, when... um. You know, I, I shared I shared about it in, in my story. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the first episodes of the podcast is, um, you know, I'm I am divorced. You know, I'm divorced from my my uh, first marriage, you know, and and it was um, I always tell people, though, that, you know, I I never want to or have anything negative to say, yeah. you know, about that relationship, because regardless, it was it was a lesson that I learned. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, I never want to take away from the responsibility that I needed to take, you know, and um, I needed to accept fault for what I did. I needed to accept blame for what I did. And um, even though it took me down a real bad hole, dark hole at the same time, because Mm -hmm. I think that there's there's a healthy balance. I think sometimes that we need to we need to learn. I think we talked about a little bit earlier. We need to have a healthy balance Mm -hmm. of accepting responsibility and wanting to work on yourself. Yeah. But I think for me, I, I wanted to take responsibility, but I wanted to just, you know, I wanted to, I, I ended up just guilting myself, mm-hmm. you know, but never doing anything about it. And so when I went into my, my, my now marriage, man, you know what it was, um, we struggled a lot in the beginning mm-hmm. because one of the things that I, I wanted to just do, I didn't know how 
that divorce had affected me, had affected me. And sometimes you don't realize how much it affects you until your next relationship. Exactly. Because you think you're okay. Because you think you're okay. <laughs> exactly. You think that, okay, I'm going to be better. Yeah. And that's it. Like, okay, I'm, I, I, I learned from this. I'm going to be better. Mm-hmm. But it takes a lot more self-awareness. Yeah. It really does. And I didn't understand that I... I used, I drowned myself in my own emotions, Mm -hmm. but I never did the work, the underlying work that I needed to do, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think that's what a lot of people do is that they drown themselves in like, yeah, yeah, it was my fault. Yeah, this, you know, or yeah, you know, I could have done better, Mm -hmm. but what is it that you are doing to actually, you know, fix that, you know? Yeah. For example, like if you were negative in that relationship, maybe you were the negative person, Mm -hmm. what are you doing now? to fix that yeah and i i recommend like to my friends even like i've done this myself um what happened in a relationship relationship um what role did i play mm-hmm. and i make you know my little like goals yeah of how i'm gonna fix that or work on that and then um what role did they play yeah how did that hurt me um and then moving forward what am i not gonna accept yeah you know so. that's good mm-hmm. that's that's a, that's a, those are some good tips because I think there's there's there needs to be a better level of self-awareness, mm-hmm. you know, because things, possessions, all that, like I'm not saying it's bad. Having a nice body, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. You know, taking care of ourselves physically, you know, emotionally, like all that is good. Mm-hmm. But are we truly preparing ourselves to build healthy, a healthy relationship? You know, because, again, I believe it with all my heart, healthy relationships create healthy families, Yeah, you know, and healthy families create healthy communities, Yeah, you know, and our children are, I like to look at it like that, you know, even though children should never be the reason why you stay in a relationship, you know, if there's abuse, if there's, if there's things that shouldn't be happening Mm -hmm. that are going, then those are never, a a child is never a reason why. I I really believe that. I believe that. And and people can argue with me with as much as they want. Like, I don't care. DM me, whatever, you know, like there's certain (laughs) things that like, you know what, if, you know, regardless of your faith, regardless, like if there's things that are there that Mm -hmm. shouldn't be there that, you know, then we need to seek help in that. Mm -hmm. And that should never be a reason why we stay in a toxic relationship because our kids are going to learn those same patterns. Yeah. If if you're unhappy, if you're not married and you're unhappy, I'd say, you know, separate. Yeah. because especially I, if you're unmarried especially if you're unmarried and yeah. you're already so unhappy it's going to reflect on how you're parenting yeah. and um if you are married you know i would i would first recommend you know go to counseling go to god you know yeah. take the steps but if there's no change there's still a lot of abuse yeah. um i would say you know get out of it because you're creating the next generation you know yeah. your kids are seeing that so guess what your kids are going to think that yeah. abusive relationship is okay yeah um it's okay to hit someone else yeah. you know um it's pretty sad to see you know i work at an early start head start program mm-hmm. for um ages from uh i want to say four weeks old to four-year-old yeah and you see how it's reflected in their behavior in class yeah um so they do see and they do apply it in their relationships their friendships yeah even it- that young yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. It really does. It it reflects. It reflects in us, you know, and and um and that's why I, I really believe that, you know, again, being toxico, being toxica, it's funny. We can clown we can on make it. Your jokes, we all can the make, jokes. Yeah, we can make jokes. Get the jokes bumper about, stickers, all that, you know. <laughs> you know, it is, it's funny, but we gotta make a conscious decision. Yeah. We gotta make a conscious decision to say, man, you know what? Where am I going to draw the line in this yeah. situation? You, you have to decide for yourself because no one else is going to do it for you. Someone can call you out on it, 
Mm-hmm. You have to accept it and decide for yourself yeah. that I want to make these changes. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. A hundred percent. got to make these changes because what would you say that is, what do you feel that is one of the biggest things that kind of keeps, holds people back? From uh, moving forward or from like moving forward, from, from like, making changes, from making changes. Um, oh, there's a lot of guilt because you ha- you're going to feel that guilt. You're going to feel that shame. Yeah. But it's kind of like when you're going to church and you, you did something very sinful and you go and you're like, oh, you feel this guilt. Yeah. And you're like, oh, and it makes you almost not want to go to church. Yeah. It almost makes you not want to fix that behavior, that guilt. But it's accepting that guilt and then just be like, okay, but what am I going to do about it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I think that's one of the first things. Um, and another thing is because it requires work. Yeah. I think that's another another thing. Um, and not knowing where to start. And um, I would just recommend, you know, start with your parents. If your parents yeah. are available, if they're still alive, start with your caregivers because our attachment styles, our behaviors yeah. are from our caregivers. Yeah. Or even like if, you know, because I know many people may, might not have that. They mm-hmm. might not have... Um, somebody close to them they might not have any family close Mm -hmm. to them you know i would say you know what start with yourself but then also you know start with those immediate to you you know like if maybe it's your friend yeah maybe it's someone you know that you've developed a relationship Mm -hmm. with you know start by you know being a good friend to them yeah i think that's really good use your resources whatever is available to you if it's not your parents um growing up i had an aunt and uncle who were like my second parents you know to me um, they were an example of a healthy relationship. You know, they yeah. had their arguments and stuff, but that's still, you know, healthy. I think that's something we got to recognize. Yeah. You can have your health, your arguments, but still be healthy. Yeah. Um, another thing is that, yeah, you do need to, you know, go to whoever's available to you. Yeah. Uh, whether it's your friends, like, hey, I'm working on this. Can you help me? Yeah. Like, even like do some scripts. You could practice like communication with your friends. Yeah. So. And it's yeah, opportunity, opportunities to change. And I, I there's a quote. And I might be misquoting it, but I mm-hmm. love what it says. It says, um, um, opportunity comes many times disguised in work clothes and work boots. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, and I love that because you might say opportunity. Well, what? Is this a, is this a change of career? Uh-huh. Is this like a money opportunity? What are you talking about? Well, no, opportunity to have a better life. Yeah. You know, I think sometimes we, we think of relationships and, and we think, well, why should I change? Mm-hmm. Well, if you're truly happy with your life, with how it is, okay, then th- this this obviously isn't for you. Yeah. But if there's something that in you, in us, I say, man, you know what? There's things that I need to better in my life. You know, mm-hmm. I need to, I need to better these areas in my life because I've been going from relationship to relationship. I've, you know, or I'm in my marriage right now, and you know what? I'm we're constantly fighting because of these different issues. You know, um, or you know, I keep losing friends in my life. I don't, nobody stays. I don't understand why, you know, then it's always a good, good opportunity Mm -hmm. for us to say, okay, what can I do better? You know? And if there is, and if we do what we, we do, and at that point, you know, there, nothing changes in our surroundings. Well, then at that point, yeah, you know what, then maybe those friends, those relationships, they just weren't for us. They were meant to just be on in a season, you know, and I'm I'm a hundred percent believer in this now. For so long, this was so hard for me to understand. Mm-hmm. Like it really was. Like it's I was hard. that. Yeah, I was that guy 
my first breakup, and it's embarrassing to say, but my first Damn. breakup, I was 11 years old. Dang, first breakup. Yeah, I was 11 years old, and I cried. Okay. I cried. <laughs> yeah, and because I was like, I was that guy that, you know, and and in Spanish they say era bien enamorado. Yeah, you know, I was that was me. You know, I would, but I would easily get bored of a relationship. Yeah. I would easily like it was that that conquest, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that feeling of conquering where I was like in that moment, you know, I would, I would romance and do all this. Mm-hmm. And, and so, but then when that happened at 11 years old, man, it just showed me, now I look back and it showed me how, like, you know, how, um, you know, just, uh, uh, how, you know, the way I took things, you know what I mean? Like I was so, you know, I don't know, emotional when it came to that, you yeah. know, and, but what I've come to understand, man, is that, um, is that, man, I was, I forgot the point that we're, that yeah. I was, what was I talking about? <laughs> I kind of went <laughs> into okay. that. Um, oh, we kind of forget, we kind of forget though that, you know what, um, it's okay that certain relationships aren't going to work yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I 100% agree. Sometimes it's, you know, to teach us, um, I think you mentioned something, um, well, I mentioned earlier, it's quite okay to have yeah. an argument, have arguments and still have a healthy relationship. Yeah. I mean, what I mean by that is that it, it's an opportunity. Like you said, it's oppor- it can be an opportunity to grow, to yeah. unlock another level into your relationship. Yeah. Um, you know, like whenever you do have conflict with someone and you do have like a secure relationship with them, just look at it as an opportunity to work on your triggers. Yeah work on growing as an individual and as a couple. Yeah. But when you get to the point where you're like, man, this relationship's not going anywhere. Yeah. Like you when you re- when you recognize that, I think it's really important to decide to leave that relationship. Yeah. It, um more for like if you are dating, marriage is a little, you know, different story, right. but you know, decide, okay, I'm going to have to let this person go. Yeah. Um, you know, I with my daughter's dad, I didn't let him go like pure, just being pure toxic. Cause I was allowed to be toxic to him. He let me do that. Yeah. And it wasn't like, Hey, sure. Be toxic towards me, but he was so accepting of it. Um, and you know, you I sure ended- you're not from Dubai. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> well at the time, at the time, because I was, you know, I had, I felt superior. Yeah. Um, and I think I thought it was just funny and, yeah. you know, I ended up being in a two year relationship with a baby and it took me a while to realize that I just didn't want to be with him if I allowed myself to be like that to him. Yeah. Um, that's something you got to recognize. You know, maybe you just don't want to be with that person if you're toxic towards them. Maybe yeah. you don't want them that bad. And I think a lot of people do do that because yeah. they don't want to be in the relationship. Yeah. They're not really, they're comfortable in the relationship, you know, but they're not really in love in that relationship, yeah. you know, it's convenience. It's, mm-hmm. it's done out of, and that's what I always see in these reality TV shows is that there's a convenience factor, Yeah. you know, and, and I'm not saying that a relationship shouldn't be, you know, it shouldn't be comfortable to us. You know, we should have a level of, com- you know, if there's no fun, if, you know, there should be, there mm-hmm. should be fun, there should be laughter, there should be, you know, all that stuff. It's good, you know, but you know, if that's the only factor, you yeah. know, because it's convenience, it, it'll start to show. Mm-hmm. And I think that certain personality traits, and I think we kind of have some, uh, that similar personality yeah. trait where, where it's like, man, you know what, like if this isn't convenient for me, or I'm just here out of pure convenience, mm-hmm. you know, and we can start being real, real, real nasty towards people, yeah. you know, real nasty right. towards that relationship, yeah. because we want to see up until what point, 
you know, and it's almost a way of like manipulation. Yeah. Because it's like, well, let me manipulate this situation so that they can leave. And yeah. at least I'm not the bad one. Yeah. Right. I think I, I think I was maybe doing that a little bit, too. Um, and he, you know, he he was into me. <laughs> he loved yeah. me. But I don't I think looking back, like I kind of question we're friends now. We, we co-parent really well. Yeah. That's um, good. But looking back and um, he did um, after we broke up, he did like. Um, tell me what was hurting him and nah, 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 all that yeah. stuff. I wish I knew when we were dating because I would have I would have considered that and I also would have let him go a lot sooner. Yeah. And now, yeah. Um, you know, he's with someone who I, I hope loves him yeah. in a way that I couldn't. That's good. That's good. And that's a healthy perspective, you know, and, and I'm so glad that you guys are co-parenting in a healthy way, yeah. you know, because I think that's huge too. Yeah, um, um, I'm a co-parent as well. So it's it, it. I mean, it's not perfect. Sometimes we miscommunicate. Um, yeah. Sometimes you know, like you, you might have some conflict. I had a huge conflict with him um, during the summer, um, mm. and it's when I prayed to God the most. Yeah, I asked for strength, um, and it wasn't it wasn't um, like a like relational thing. It was yeah. more like kind of custody. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those, that, that could get nasty. It can get really nasty. Yeah. Um, so that got that got really nasty. We have, you know, our moments. We're not perfect. Right. But um, we you have to have a really good relationship with the person you're co-parenting with because it's really easy to be toxic to that person, too. Yeah. Um, it's really easy to take your personal feelings and be like, you know what? You can't see them. You can't yeah. see your kid. Yeah. And um, I think you have to put your ego to the side and recognize that no it's ego not amigo. No, because you have to recognize yeah. that it's for the child. You need to yeah. take your ego out. You need to take your personal feelings out and let that person be a parent to your child. Yeah. Um, and that's that's such a I'm glad you you touched on that right now, because I know that there's a lot of people probably that are going to listen, that are listening. Mm-hmm. Me, myself, you know, that are in a co-parenting situation mm-hmm. and and, um, you know, healing when we get out of relationships that where children are involved, mm-hmm. I think that at that point, I believe that we we, we don't have a choice. Yeah. I, I, I really believe that, you know, if we're single, no children, we move on to relationships and you decide not to work on yourself, mm-hmm. well, then that's on you. Yeah. But I believe that once we once children are involved, man, we have a whole nother level of, of responsibility, you know, level. to say. You know, I needed a, I needed, I had some huge things that I needed to change when it came to that Mm -hmm. because I was letting a lot of emotions, a lot of things, a lot of guilt, a lot of anger, a lot of things in the beginning dictate how we were co-parenting. Yeah. And, and of course it was, yeah, that's common. it's common, very common. And, and I get it. I hurt that person a lot too, Mm -hmm. you know, so there was a lot of hurting back and forth, Mm -hmm. you know, but, you know, thank God, you know, with, with time. You know, but also with working mm-hmm. at each other, you know, working on myself, working with things, working with my my now spouse, you know, yeah. what I mean, Do, doing the work, you know, and actually understanding that, you know what, I can't be like this. You know, I can't I can't take offense to everything, because yeah. if not, you know, it's not about me. It's about, you know, my daughter. Mm-hmm. It's about being able to have a healthy relationship co-parent in a healthy way because the biggest priority when it comes to that relationship because that's the thing like when when there's kids and there's the parents Mm -hmm. like whether we acknowledge it or not 
that's still a relationship. It's still a relationship. You know, it's not romantic. To, it's not romantic <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's not romantic. It's not like you're we're not BFS. We're not yeah. going out to coffee together. It's like a business meeting. You yeah. exchanges and stuff. But you, you have to have a... I think it's important to have a good relationship yeah. with your co-parent mm -hmm. because... Because your kids are seeing that, yeah. you know, it's hurting your kid mm -hmm. when they see, you see conflict. Um, yeah. I think I think the happiest and it's kind of sad for me to, to to hear this or to see that. But the happiest I see my daughter is when me and her dad are having a real conversation. Yeah. And it kind of sucks, you know, like I, I've never wanted to yeah. have um, a split home right. ever. And I don't think sucks. anyone plans no, that. No, no one's not, no who's gonna be like, oh, let me just yeah. have a spit home, you know. <laughs> and that's what a lot no of people need that. to be more graceful about. Like yeah. nobody plans it. No one plans it, and you know, life happens sometimes, yeah. and it's you know, it's sad, it's sad but yeah. I think that's why important it's important to have a good co-parenting relationship. And yeah. I even tell like my daughter's dad's girlfriend, like, or I, when I first met her, I was like, I want to get to a point where we could all be in the same room together. We could celebrate birthdays, you know, graduations, yeah. all that. Because 100%. I was like, if you want to be here long term. And if you love my daughter like how you say you do, yeah, we're gonna get, we're gonna, you know, be able to be in a room together. Yeah, um, that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 it, I welcome them though. Yeah, I always welcome them. They're and welcome. That's, and that's what healing does. That's mm -hmm. what self awareness does. It it really does. It really gives us empathy towards other people. You know, we stop thinking just about ourselves. Yeah. You know, and and I had a a big pillar. I I want to call it a big victory. You know, that was mm -hmm. one of the things that we were able to do one time. I, It doesn't happen often. Yeah. You know, I know that as my daughter's getting bigger and she's getting older, you know, um, I'm hoping that we can have more moments like that because mm -hmm. it's the same thing. Like my daughter, to be able to to, to let her feel, because I don't, you know, what sucks is that the kids, they feel, they feel that uncomfortableness. They do. They, they kind of feel that like they don't want to bring any inconvenience, you know, and and I remember the she I, I think it was for her birthday or something. Mm -hmm. We had a cake and we we're going to sing her happy birthday. And she happened to um, come and drop something off, mm -hmm. you know, or something. And I remember like I'm like, you know, I, tell, I asked my wife, I'm like, hey, you know, is, is it cool if like she like, let's ask her if she can sing happy birthday with her. You know, it's, mm -hmm. she, oh, she brought the cake, actually, because mm -hmm. she had a cake and she wanted um, she brought my daughter and she wanted us to you know, do the cake with her. And mm -hmm. I thought that was real thoughtful. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then, so my wife was like, yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. And we did, you know, and I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, I went outside and I'm like, hey, you know, like, my daughter was right there. I'm like, hey, come, you know, like, we're just going to sing happy birthday. You don't have to stay for everything. And she, and and then I was like, would you like that? You know, told my daughter and she's yeah. like, yeah. They you get know? excited for that. Yeah. It's and awesome. Then, yeah. You know, so she was able to come in and, and, and to be able to see my daughter and to be able to see the smile in her face, you know, and 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 that just it, that's where the work mm -hmm. it's you see that all the work that you're doing. And I know that there's still a lot of work, but that's mm -hmm. where you are able to see all this work that I'm doing to better myself, all this work that I'm doing to get rid of these toxic traits, all this work that I'm doing to, you know, I don't want any more red flags. I mm -hmm. want more green flags yeah. in my life is worth that's, it that's i love how you said that more more green flags we want green we flags. want more green flags no more red flags no more red flags that should be a, that should be a bumper sticker not so i thought yeah. bumper sticker yeah yeah if she says she's toxic that's a red flag it's a bro. red flag nah. right up now. <laughs> no but yeah man this this is a fun fun conversation man and and i know there's there's so much that that we can get into yeah. you know but 
But um, why don't you give some last words to someone, something from the heart, something from the heart, heart, something that maybe is burning within you. Maybe it could be towards um, dating. Maybe it can be towards uh, a single mom. Maybe Mm -hmm. it can be towards um, friendship, whatever. You know, why don't you go ahead and look into the camera and just give them some words of of encouragement from the heart. Well, I would say, um, you know, give yourself a fighting chance. If you um, take pride in being toxic or you think it's funny, I'm talking to you. I would say give yourself a fighting chance to just have a better all um, life experience by fixing those things that that make you think it's okay to have toxic behavior, um, whether it's using you know, your friends um, to practice those behaviors with, like more healthy relationships. Um, and I would say, you know, just just give yourself a fighting chance. You don't have to stay that way. You don't have to keep hurting because it's going to keep reflecting your relationships. Just keep doing whatever you have to do to live a better life because you, you, you honestly don't have to keep hurting. Yeah, that's good. And then how can they how can they find you on social media? Well, you can find me on Instagram. I also have um, TikTok. I don't really use it. On Instagram, <laughs> um, it's the underscore D-E-E-M-N-Z. And that's, you know, just hit me a follow, send me a follow, send me a DM if you have more questions. Um, if I said anything that was like relatable, um, single mom stuff, you know, you're more than welcome to reach out to me. Yeah, yeah. And there's so much that I want to get into. I might have to bring you back okay. for a part two. I'll, I'll be more than happy because, to come man, back. like you were, I mean, you're a, a captain too, right? In the uh, Army Lieutenant. Reserves? Lieutenant. Captain, yeah. Lieutenant, man. So that's a whole, there's so much, man, to, to and that's why I love, I love, um, uh, you're the, uh, Second woman that we bring on to the oh, show. Yeah. yeah. So and we're that's one thing that we're definitely working on to bring to bring more women to, you know, I, I believe in women empowerment. I yeah, really do. I, I believe it. I, I shout out to my wife. You know, she's a woman entrepreneur, too. And and um, and I love I love I love I love the energy, you know, that that women bring to the workforce, to mm-hmm. to life. And what they do with the children. Yes, I mean, you guys telling you, you guys mm-hmm. are the bomb. I don't know what I would do. I would be lost without my <laughs> wife, man. You know, I really would. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I agree. I feel like women, we just do the dang thing. Like You guys uh, just do superheroes. it. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm surrounded by a lot of single moms, a lot of moms in general. Yeah. They're, they're such rock stars. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to you guys. Stay tuned for our next episode, man. We thank you guys so much. I'm going to have all her links um, her her um, Instagram, her TikTok. I'm going to have it right there available in the description of this video. And don't forget, we're available. Don't forget to subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. It helps us. And don't forget to share it. Share mm-hmm. a clip. Share this episode. Share it with your friends, with your family, with your loved one. Follow us on Instagram. We're on TikTok, Facebook. Follow us. Share the love. Uh, we're always posting. We're always, um, you know, sharing different clips on a daily basis with everyone, with our community. And we just love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for the support. This was Offbeat Podcast. Until next time, let's go. <laughs>